Welcome to 5D Full Disclosure. This is Aurora with your collective energy update for the rest of the month of May. So we have about a week left of May. May has been as crazy as we predicted that it would be. Um, the astrological events, just the collective energy as a whole, um, we're reaching a really big apex in terms of the tipping point so there's a lot going on and even though there's only a week left I think that the this last week of May is going to be kind of the big shebang and the cherry on the Sunday of what we've experienced this month um <clears throat> so first just a quick update on where we are astrologically so to kind of just give you the vibe of what is happening um within the cosmos the planets are working with us they are providing all of the necessary catalysts shifts changes um, and collapses that are needed for us to break through this window because as we enter june we're going to be entering the six six portal and we're going to have the summer solstice which is notoriously one of the biggest events of the year so the planets are getting us ready for this. And then as we move into the summertime, things always heat up both literally and figuratively. July, we will have the 7-7 portal, which is always huge. Um, and we will be in cancer season. So that always brings about a lot of things, especially for the United States, because if you didn't know, we're actually a cancer dominant um country even though it may not seem like that because we are completely living outside of our design um, but we are a cancer dominant country it, we have many many placements in cancer we were founded under a cancer sun so we actually are very aligned with the divine mother with more of the feminine energies of course this is why you're seeing the collapse of the United States as we know it because we've been living in the complete opposite of our design living more heavily in the Capricorn dominating um, energies and as we roll into August we will have the notorious Lionsgate 8-8 portal so a lot we're leading up to right now we have the sun in Gemini so you might have felt a little bit lighter as it moved out of Taurus we were in a lot of heavy taurine energies which made everything feel very slow so for the past, you know, month, it's been a little bit slow, even though a lot is happening, it's kind of felt like we were trying to push a boulder uphill. You know, it may have appeared in your personal life, it may have just you're witnessing it happen, you know, on a world stage where it just feels like so much is happening. But it's like we were fighting an uphill battle and it felt very slow and very challenging and exhausting. So now that the sun has shifted into Gemini, it is a little bit more relief. Gemini is all about information, sharing information, and also reconciling duality um, because Gemini does represent the twins. So it tends to bring out our very dualistic thinking, uh, left, right, black, white, you know, yes, no. And Gemini's goal really is to unify those two polarities. And Gemini does that by staying very neutral and objective. So Similar to Libra, as you know, another sister sign of the air signs, Libra is more about justice. Um, Libra seeks for justice and balance and fairness to be upheld, whereas Gemini doesn't really have a preference. It doesn't really 
have that same drive to make things fair and equal and balanced. It simply wants to share all sides of something, get all the information and kind of just sit with it. Um, because that's how we learn is being open to all sorts of information. And then when we progress to the next air sign of Libra, that's where Libra gets its gift of being able to decide what is just and fair because it's gathered all of the information from Gemini. So this is kind of how the signs work together. So sun is in Gemini. We did have Mercury in Gemini, which was making us feel a lot lighter, um, you know, chattier, kind of being more willing to share information, but we are in a retrograde. Mercury has moved back into Taurus and it's actually sitting at the 29th degree of Taurus. And we also still have Uranus in Taurus and the North Node. So we we do have a buildup of planets now again in Taurus. Mercury had to go back to dig up what was not fully disclosed. Mercury retrograde is a time of showing us what we couldn't see before and it typically is going to involve either a clarity moment. People are afraid of Mercury retrograde. Don't be afraid of Mercury retrograde. Um, It's meant to give you clarity and kind of the aha moments that you were not able to get when it was moving forward. And also in terms of information and disclosure, it goes retrograde because if there was things that were not properly done, were not properly disclosed, the full information was not given, it's going to bring you back so that you can um, take an honest kind of look at what is actually going on. So Mercury sitting at the critical degree right now, 29th degree of Taurus, it is too far away from Uranus and the North Node to be making any sort of aspect. But in general, the the Taurian um, energies are being lit up again. So with Mercury at the 29th degree, we are going to continue to see disclosure coming out regarding the financial markets, um, the money system, resources, land, real estate, all that sort of stuff. And Uranus is getting closer now to conjuncting the north node. Uranus is sitting currently at um, 15 degrees of Taurus and the north node is at 22 degrees. So the north node and the south node actually work um, backwards. So um, the north node is going to be getting closer to Uranus. Now when that happens, and that's not going to be for another month or so, We are going to, I feel, my feeling on the timeline is that this will be the collapse of the markets. This will be a global collapse of the financial system as we know it. Mercury is there to disclose things to us so that we are prepared for that. So we know this has been coming. I could dive in for hours on the astrology of the financial system right now, but there's no need. You see it coming, you know it's coming. There's no need to panic. Let it collapse. It's part of the process. Now, what's more interesting is that right now we have a huge stellium in Aries. And Aries is the warrior energy. And I did a podcast on this not too long ago, talking about the shift of the Aries energy. So if Libra is justice, Aries is its opposite sign. So Aries was always known as the war planet, um, the aggressor, the warrior, the one who kind of dominates and 
um, leads the way. But Aries is shifting into a much different energy. And this is going to be a lot more about people getting their balls. I said this last time, this is the season of getting your balls. And I will clarify what I mean by that. A lot is going to be coming up, okay? So we've got Venus in Aries. We've got Jupiter in Aries. We've got Chiron in Aries, okay? So Venus, the feminine planet, has been moving through Aries, which you, you've seen the feminine empowerment really coming on strong, especially with the Roe v. Wade possible overturn. It is lighting up the feminine energy. Whether you are masculine or feminine, it doesn't matter. But the feminine is pissed, okay? And we have to channel that energy correctly. But we now have Jupiter in Aries as well. Jupiter expands everything it touches. So it is going to bring a huge spotlight to all things Aries, which is going to be about war and domination. I think we're going to see a big shift in terms of the fact that people don't want war anymore. They don't, it is not a collective need, want, or desire, um, which are ego frequencies, but just as a, an easy kind of um, analogy. Nobody wants it. <clears throat> What we do want is sovereignty and autonomy, and that is the true nature of Aries. They are leaders, they are autonomous, they are sovereign, and they do not follow anybody else. They do not like to be told what to do, they do not like to be controlled, they are completely independent. Now, that energy, of course, has to blend with the oneness, right? And this is the dynamic that we're seeing where we have to adjust is we are individuals and we're also part of a collective. So all this energy and Chiron there is our wounds. So it is going to be bringing up a lot of wounds around us being enslaved, us being dominated, us being controlled and not being sovereign, not being independent, um, not being able to pave our own path and blaze our own trail. Now, Today, we have Mars, the masculine sign, moving into Aries. The collective is going to have this surge of Aries energy where we finally say enough is enough. We are no longer following the system. <clears throat> we are no longer following authoritarianism. We are no longer following um, ego-created rules and systems that are meant to control and dominate and strip someone of their sovereignty. So we are going to see a huge uprising in terms of the collective consciousness for the next month. Um, and we still have our big hitters, Saturn and Aquarius. It's getting towards the final degrees of Aquarius. It won't shift into Pisces until early next year. Um, but we are getting tested heavily around uh, information because Aquarius does c rule over the internet in terms of what is um, allowed to be shared. So censorship is going to continue to be a huge issue and also the way that we judge people who go off the beaten path. Aquarius is the ideal kind of out-of-the-box thinker, innovator. Um, they appreciate the fact that everybody is unique and different. They don't try to be the same as everybody else, and they certainly don't want anybody else to be the same. They thrive and encourage one to walk their own path, to go off the, you know, status quo. And Saturn is testing us there. 
um, because people are judged constantly. We are all judged for going against the status quo. And Saturn is going to reward those who have gone off the status quo. Saturn is all about lessons and blessings. So if you get the lesson of Saturn, you will get the blessings. If you do not get the lesson, you're going to get the the really tough tests and the karma, as we would say. So those who have gone off the beaten path, who have been willing to be the black sheep, willing to go against the status quo and against the grain, you will get the blessings. Those who have fallen in line and continue to be sheep, well, they're going to reap those consequences as well. Um, and finally, we still have Pluto in Capricorn, who is retrograde, and he will be going over the same degree of the Pluto return of the United States again. Right now, he's at 28 degrees, 27 degrees is our Pluto return. So sometime this year, he's going to hit that same degree again, and we're going to feel the same energies that we did earlier this year when everything started to collapse at a very accelerated rate. Um so that's the astrology update just so that everybody gets the collective vibe of what is happening. There is a huge call to leaving the status quo, having the balls to go against the grain, um, speaking up, speaking up, calling things out, declaring yourself sovereign and that you are no longer going to be following these 3D cabal-based systems. Now, on a more personal level, this is the collective uh, reading. And so that's the astrology. It's going to affect the way everybody is working and feeling and what you're experiencing in your personal life. Um, but this reading um, is for the collective. And there is a lot happening internally. So that's kind of what's happening on an external level. On an energetic level, I will say that um, in my readings for the past week, um, the judgment card of the tarot has come out probably 10 plus times. So it is signaling to me that we are in the judgment day times. Okay, the trumpets have been blown. Judgment Day has begun. We're in it. If you are not heeding the call, you are going to have some really serious tests. So first we had the judgment card come out. Now I don't I don't want everyone to interpret judgment in the old paradigm because the old paradigm, the patriarchal masculine paradigm, views judgment as punishment, cruelty, um, harshness, you know, um, kind of belittling, condescending, you know, we associate all these things with judgment. And that is not what judgment is. Okay. Judgment is neutral. So judgment, justice, retribution, all of these words in the higher realms, those energies are neutral, meaning no one is going to judge someone and say, you deserve to be punished or you deserve, you know, to suffer. Um, that's not the way the higher realms work. How they work, though, is you get what you've earned. You receive what you have put out. That's the law of karma. 
That's the law of judgment. That's the law of justice. Okay. So as we move, we are in the feminine paradigm. So the messages that I'm receiving right now from mom, from source is we are in judgment day. The trumpets have been blown. And basically we are playing a completely different game now. We entered a new timeline on May 22nd, 2022. So two days ago, the new timeline began. What I mean by that is before we had many timelines running concurrently. And many of you have experienced this. Sometimes if you were, let's say in a rut or you were just having a lot of challenges, maybe struggling to overcome um, some lower frequencies and whatnot, you might have started to experience what we call the lower timeline where you just get a lot of mirrors of that lower energy, right? You get a lot of tests, a lot of challenges. Um, and once you kind of overcome those things and you really start to embody a higher frequency, you'll notice that you'll jump to a higher timeline. All of a sudden, you're getting mirrored and reflected miracles, synchronistic events, just wonderful um, experiences. So that's how the timelines were running. I feel there might have been up to three or four different timelines, depending on what consciousness you're at. The timelines are now one. Many of you might have, um, you know, read or researched uh, Project Looking Glass and the fact that the Cabal has known for quite some time that eventually all the timelines would merge into one single timeline where the outcome would not change no matter what variables they put into it. I believe that that one timeline emerged on May 22nd. We're in a different game. Okay, I've been saying this for easily over a year now, but now it's here. So if we haven't heeded the call, if we haven't heeded the wisdom, we're going to quickly get the tests. Um, we are playing a new game. The old tactics don't work anymore. So I've been saying this for a few reasons. One is that those who were easily able to navigate the matrix because they knew how to manipulate, they knew how to play the game of the ego mind, they knew how to um, kind of use the matrix energy for their own personal benefit. That doesn't work anymore. Um, that ability has been cut off. That is what we refer to as black magic. Basically, magic is just you putting intentions out, you being able to manifest things, but it only works if it's for the higher good. Now, that's not to say that you cannot manifest things for yourself. Of course you can. Um, if it is going to assist you in serving the highest good, if it is just for you to have for a selfish need, want, or desire, it won't manifest. So anybody who is now attempting to manipulate energy for a selfish purpose, for an agenda, that ability has been cut off. The ability to lie and deceive and manipulate has also been cut off. So what you're going to see is that people are now going to be showing themselves. World leaders, um, elites, and anybody in your daily life um, that is basically serving the dark unconsciously. Um, they will have to reveal themselves. And, and you see how this interesting shift is kind of showing itself in the external world. We can reference pop culture um, and things like that because pop culture is actually a wonderful tool to observe collective consciousness. Um, 
So I've observed many things in terms of um, how that's playing out. If anyone's been following the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, very fascinating on a on a energetic level. A lot of control dramas, um, you know, just so much lower frequencies and programming, and you see how it's all playing out. Um, but again, it's bringing us an awareness where it's their masks are off, right? They're exposing to the world basically what has been going on behind the scenes. And this is not um, particular to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. This is a widespread issue in terms of control dramas, <clears throat> abuse tactics, manipulation, gaslighting. You know, we see these things very commonly, but now it's on the world stage for everybody to see. The masks are off. Um, I have a lot of other examples, but I won't go too deep into pop culture and, you know, because I know it, it can get a little dicey, but there's a lot out there that's showing us that this is happening. So in your daily life, what's going to happen is you're going to start seeing people for who they really are. Again, when this happens, and this could be a partner, this could be a friend, this could be a family member, um, a boss, a coworker, a neighbor, it doesn't matter who it is. <clears throat> You're going to start to see these things much more clearly. That Aries energy is coming through because you have to call it out. You must call it out. Not only that, but you must make choices that are highest and best for yourself. I've gotten the message many times that many of you are going to have to leave where you are. You are going to have to leave the current living situation that you have because it is no longer a vibrational match and maybe you've held on to it for a long time. You've tried to make it work. You know, you've tried to just, or it's a comfort or you weren't sure what your options were. Well, that pressure point has now reached max capacity. We also are going to see max capacity in terms of people's tolerance for bullshit. We're seeing the great resignation. We're seeing people everywhere on social media and in the media start to say, we are not living like this anymore. So a, a collective pressure point is being reached. Um, and so the cards have been very clear. Judgment Day is here. We are playing a new game. So what this card says is that basically you have changed. Your old self has died. But you are not acknowledging it. You are not acknowledging that you are a new person in a new vibration um, and that you, your path is, is likely looking very different than it looked to you before. So this card represents a higher calling. There is a higher calling that has been going out to the collective for many, many, many years now. Decades. For those of you that got the call decades ago, I know you're tired. We've been waiting a really long time. I understand. For those of you who just heard the call recently in the past few years, I know that you're tired and frustrated. I get it. But part of the message was that the enemy, so to speak, the external enemy that everybody keeps identifying as the darkness or the cabal, has already surrendered and has already died, so to speak. The energy is dead. So we have to stop playing the old game of trying to battle and take down someone and win this fight. 
You guys don't get it. The game has changed. The old is already dead. There's a higher calling that has been going out. This is the final calling. Okay, this is the final calling. This is the last trumpet that is going to be sounded. This is the last call that is going to go out for those that hear it. Congratulations. For those that don't, you will reap what you've sown. So source is telling us that the higher calling has gone out and you must honor it, whatever that means for you. If you've been putting off a decision that you know you needed to make, if you've been putting off a change in your life that you know you need to make, you're either going to make it or the universe is going to make it for you. It'll be a lot easier if you make the decision though. Answer the call. Whatever that looks like for you, what your soul is calling for you to do, you must heed that call. Because right now we're in a new game. We're playing a completely different game. And all the chess pieces are being moved to where they need to be moved. If you are not allowing divine will to move your chess piece into your highest possible position, then you may lose the game and then you try again, you know, but that's kind of the, the urgency that I'm feeling from this reading. Um, the high priestess reversed. This is telling us that too many people are ignoring their intuition. The high priestess is our inner feminine, our inner intuitive, our inner psychic. People are ignoring the call. They're getting the intuition. They're getting the pings and they are just flat out ignoring them. Um, for others, it may, um, mean that you are actually called right now. You, you have felt the call and you have felt the intuition. And right now you're getting into that passion, um, to make those changes, to take that leap of faith. So this can go either way. And it's for all sets of consciousnesses. There are people who are ignoring the call. Um, and then there are people who are heeding the call and they are actually getting ready to take that leap of faith. So, and then we have with that the Nine of Wands. The Nine of Wands is telling us that the battle is actually over, but people are still looking for the fight. And so again, this can apply to all sets of consciousnesses. I feel for those who are answering the call, they're kind of understanding that they're getting ready for a whole new type of battle. And this is not a, this is, this is not the same battle. Those who are heeding the call are understanding that the battle, the final battle, is declaring your own sovereignty. And that final battle is the battle with yourself. We've had a lot of external battles. We've had a lot of psychological battles, mental battles, spiritual battles. This final battle is the battle between you and you. It is whether or not you are going to fully overcome your fears, your limitations, which are all illusionary, and whether you're going to choose your higher self and your highest path. That is the battle. The battle is the leap of faith. The battle is the courage to do so. That's the battle. Um, for those who are not heeding the call in this reading, um, the Nine of Wands is saying, you're trying to continue to fight forward on things where the, bat, the, the enemy, so to speak, has is, is already retreated. 
um, the battle's already over and you're kind of still still in that mode. Again, it's you're still playing an old game. If you're still looking to the external for the battle, then you've missed the point because it's not there anymore. So everyone's going to be experiencing this on different levels. But really the message is it's all changed. If you really look around, we're in a completely different realm. Okay. If you look for the magic, if you look for the humongous changes that are happening on a collective level, you will see them. If you are playing the new game, which involves trust, faith, courage, intuition, leaps of faith, you'll be flying high. You will be flying high because you're playing the new game. That is the new game. The feminine paradigm, it's all about the intuition, the trust, um, following your guidance, no matter what believing in yourself, having the courage and bravery to truly step onto your own path, no matter how afraid or what fears are there. That is the new battle. Um, Now, on the other side of this reading, we have, um, I think, some more information on the shifts and changes that are going on in terms of our physical work. Um, work that we do, whether that be you have a job you go to, or you have your passions and your creative hobbies, um, or the spiritual work that you do. Um, So first, we have the page of pentacles, which is all about the love of the craft. So this is an interesting card, because it's telling us that a lot of people are going to continue at an accelerated rate. Stop doing work that doesn't bring them fulfillment and doesn't bring them joy and has no real purpose. Okay, so the first part of this reading is a lot about yourself, your energy, um, and the path that you're going to be taking one way or the other. It can, you know, create massive shakeups. This part of the reading is specifically about what you're doing in terms of your work or your crafts. So, we have this collective energy, which is getting starting to get to that realization point that most of the quote unquote work or careers that they've been doing serve no purpose, bring no fulfillment, are essentially just busy work and a waste of time and don't bring anything to the world. They don't serve the greater good. They don't bring anything um, in terms of love, truth, you know, anything that's actually foundational and essential for us as a species. So a lot of you are going to be called to leave. You're going to be called into your true service work, which is whatever you are passionate about. If you don't know what that is, I highly suggest you start experimenting. When people say, I don't know what I'm passionate about, I, I struggle to accept that because it feels like an excuse. Everyone has a passion. Every human soul has a passion. If you don't know what it is, it's because you're not listening or because you think that what your passion is, is dumb or you you have some judgment about it. I know everybody has a passion. It's a total cop out. By nature, we have the God spark within. Not having a passion is an oxymoron. It is not humanly possible for a vessel 
with a human soul and a God spark to not have a passion. It just means you've either been ignoring what that is or you haven't experimented enough. You haven't tried enough things to know what you're passionate about or you're in some type of denial about what that passion is. Um, And it can be anything simple. It doesn't have to be some grandiose, you know, (laughs) passion or hobby. It's just what do you like? What do you enjoy? And the more that you do that, the more your specific gifts and callings are going to become clear to you. The reason why most of humanity doesn't know what their calling is, is because they spend 99% of their time doing things they don't enjoy. So that passion is never sparked. I think that they all know what their passion is, but because they haven't given any energy or attention, it's hard for them to dive into it. So the Page of Pentacles is telling us that only work that is fulfilling and meaningful will continue forward because you have to love what you do or you won't be able to continue doing it. Um, There's an exhaustion that is happening because the human souls are exhausted from passionless, meaningless work. So that is a big surge that is going to start happening. Um, We have the three of wands reverse, which tells us that people have been in a lot of isolation. Um, We know (laughs) with lockdowns, with all of these things going on, a lot of us have drawn back into ourselves. But what this is saying is it's now a time to get back out into the world. It's now a time to connect with people more, um, to put our passions out there. And to start caring, really, about what's going on in the external. So I'm feeling a lot of philanthropy, a lot of passion projects, um, a lot of humanitarianism is really going to step forward where people are now, they're now focusing more now that a lot of people have turned inward, they're focusing now on the external and saying, I've got to be involved with what's going on out here. I care about the the planet. I care about other people. I care about my community and getting involved, participating. That's what the three of wands reverse is saying. And there's no more time to going within. It's about getting involved and participating. It's going to be a lot. I feel about community as well. Um, and people coming together, working together. Um, you know, that's, that is the future. That's a lot of the, uh, Aquarian energy that we are feeling. Um, So with this, it's, you know, basically people are feeling that the problems are much greater than they thought. Um, And people have been very detached, I think. Um, And now they're not going to be, they're going to be very active. Now we have the eight of swords at the end of this spread. Eight of swords is a gateway card. It is, it is a very profound card, which tells us that we are the feeling of helplessness, the feeling of trappedness, the feeling of isolation and control is all illusionary. The eight of swords tells us that it is only by our programming that we have been taught to feel helpless when that is not the case. (laughs) so (laughs) this card is telling us again confirming people are going to take the blindfolds off they're going to start realizing that 
all this time, they thought they had no control over anything. They thought they had no ability to make changes. They thought they had no ability to change their own circumstances in their own life. Everyone thought that they were just a product of external circumstances that they had no control over, that they could not do. Many of you have maybe felt trapped in a job, in a relationship, in a living situation that you felt you couldn't leave. It's an illusion. You can absolutely leave. You can absolutely make a change. It requires you to realize you've got to get out there. You've got to make those changes. It is you and only you who can change your experience and start focusing on what you love. And so this is a very profound reading here of what is happening Um, People are going to be called to their highest callings if they're listening. They're going to be starting more of their passion projects. They're going to be getting involved in their community. They are like, you know what? This is way worse than I thought. And I've got to start making a change. And I've I've got to assist and participate and take my power back. Um... And then the two leading cards for the spread, the Hierophant. The Hierophant's a beautiful card. Um, For one, it's telling us that we are going to have to go against tradition. We're going to have to go outside of the norm and the structures um, that are so prevalent within society. Um, But the Hierophant is all about finding God within. And that one can only do that when they go through the initiation process when they truly take up as their self-mission to discover themselves, to discover God. That's what this is telling us. Everyone is now going to have to go through. It's not going to be through, you know, typical means. It's not going to be through your churches and your schools, you know, and your colleges. You're not going to find it there. More and more people are going to be drawn to those of us who have been teaching about the pathway of love, the pathway of spirituality for a long time. It is time now that humanity goes through that initiation. They're going to have to find the God within them. And they're going to have to do that through learning, through study, through inner work. Um, It's time. They don't have any other option. You either sign up for the school of evolution or you don't. Um, So that is going to become a big theme as well. So we've been preparing you guys for a long time and saying, if you are passionate about something, please perfect your craft, dive into it, practice it, um, share it with others because you're all going to be needed as teachers, healers, mentors, guides, caretakers, gardeners. It it doesn't matter what it is. You're going to be needed. Um, The school of evolution is now open and many will be attending very soon. Um, the Ten of Cups, that's where it's going to lead us. If, if, if everyone follows the path of truly doing the inner work, of finding that God spark, of becoming their own guide, gaining that sovereignty. The Hierophant also teaches us that you do need a teacher first and foremost. So many of you will be called to start helping others, assisting them and teaching them these things. Um, You do need a teacher, but eventually you get to the point where you become your own guide. You become your own God self so that you no longer have to look outside to institutions and structures to tell you what to do. So it is the path of becoming your own God self. The Ten of Cups is what that will give us, which is 
all your dreams fulfilled, emotional happiness, family, stability, joy, um, peace, just everything that you can imagine that is beautiful and enjoyable and fulfilling. That is what it is going to give us. So <clears throat> we are in that time. I feel big things are going to unfold for the last week of May here. Um, but the trumpet has been sounded and please heed the call. Um, and if any of you need assistance with understanding what your calling is, what changes to make, how to implement them, if you are seeking to become more of a teacher or a guide and you wish to perfect those skills or those crafts or gain some more insight, please reach out to us, book a session, you know, talk to us. That is why we're here. And thank you to all of you who are leading the way, who are going on, you know, blazing your own trail and your own path, assisting others in the process. Um, you're going to become more valuable than you can imagine. So I love you all. And I will be back um, for another update more towards the end of the week for the new moon in Gemini, which is going to be on May 30th to 31st. And that'll be another um, breakthrough for all of us. So I love you all. See you soon.